What's up? Welcome to episode five of Whipbusters Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Milstead. With me, as always, Stephen Shroff. Yo. Harrison Colvin. Okay. I hate you do that. What? And Tyler Aldean. Hey, yo. Aldean. That's right, right? Like no, the, that's like not right. Like, no, no, like the country singer? It's a Jason Aldean joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every I mean, good joke is a Jason Aldean joke. Okay. Because he's a joke, right? Oh, my God. Let's go. I thought he was, isn't he like good? Is he not good? I mean, I, mean, I would not sell a lot of things. There's like you're one good. song of his I like. Anyway, Welcome to the uh, Jason Aldean podcast. Uh, it's the only Jason yeah. Aldean podcast. Uh, <laughs> so today, in. we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of different stuff. But first, before we get into that, next week is the uh, launch day or launch week of the Nintendo Switch. It comes out Friday the 3rd, is it right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Friday the 3rd. So we have one week until a new system. That's always super exciting, even if you're not into it. So what are you? how are you guys feeling? Are you excited about it at all? Any of you guys getting one? I know I've already got my pre-ordered. How about you guys? Uh, cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to get one for a while, though. And get close to the mic, man. <laughs> pull your chair in, but he's against the wall. He's five feet away from the mic. There we go. Much better. So yeah, you're cautiously optimistic. <laughs> He's yelling. Yep. Like yeah. How, like how you moved up and then leaned back. <laughs> it's the opposite of how podcasts work. Anyway, continue. Cautiously optimistic. What does that mean? I mean, I'm ex- kind of excited for it, but I'm not going to get one till I see some more stuff. I'm not just going to go in and buy one and be like, oh, why did I buy a Switch just for Zelda? And what, Mario? That's all that's really coming out this year? Two biggest games yeah, in the, Nintendo's catalog. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Mario is a reason to get it. Zelda is not a reason to get it. Um, just because you can get Zelda on a Wii U already and you already own it. I hope the Switch does well. I don't think it is a smart financial decision to buy one right now because there's nothing for it other than Zelda. Yeah, it's really just Zelda. There's a couple like decent secondary choices as like just kind of just something else to like, buy. Yeah, like uh, like there's Super Bomberman R. Bomberman R. Um, even one two Switch is. People think it's pretty cool to play. Yeah. Just um, like that's a party game, which is kind of cool. Binding Isaac is a thing. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, all those things are like, I guess you could play them on it. And, like, other consoles have had way worse launches, like, with For no sure. games. Like, For the sure. Xbox One had, like, Killer Instinct and Dead Rising 3. And Rise. Yeah. Well, they had a, <laughs> Xbox One and PS4 had a lot of third party support yeah. from the start, uh, which makes it kind of a better launch. But Nintendo systems of the past, I mean, 64 had Mario and Halloween's. That was it. Literally, that was that's it. all you need. <laughs> Arguable about the pilot wings, but yeah, I mean, it's it was a bigger jump, obviously, in terms of like it was the first real like 3D system, whatever. Uh, especially with Mario 64 being so pivotal to gaming, incredibly history. important. But we didn't know at the time, right? It was yeah. just a new game. So uh, I'm I'm I've got one pre-ordered, so I'm I'm obviously excited about it. I don't have a Wii U. So to me, it is it's like a brand. Yeah. If you don't have a Wii U, like that. wait for the Switch. And I actually feel like there's a decent bit of positive buzz around it. Yeah, on, a lot. Everybody, all the like hands-on have been pretty cool with it. Um, I'm pretty stoked about it. So I'm I'm definitely in the excited camp and definitely getting one and Zelda on launch day. How about you, Steven? Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, the detractor here. Uh, nothing really negative to say. I just don't believe in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just I, I want to. But it's like it's like ghosts or paranormal stuff. I just I'm so interested in stuff like that, and I'm interested to see how the Switch does. But I'm just not. I just don't believe that it's going to do very well. well in the long fact run. that you compared it to, to ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it could mean third party support is vaporware. It's, I mean, it's, it's like just not there. It's my favorite. <laughs> I want to believe. It's so evident. Did you squeak? Well, God, <laughs> a little bit. It's okay. Uh, my favorite thing about it is. Uh, how it looks. 
I like how it looks That's a your lot. Favorite thing about it? Yeah, I, I, I like how it I looks totally a lot. Agree. Looks um, really cool. I like the double the the double color, <laughs> the double color controllers. <laughs> um, I wasn't able to pre-order that one because it was um, sold out. That's a bummer. It bums me out because I really like the blue. And I red. just now thought about like looking at the setup down here in uh, Stephen's lair. Um, Stephen's lair. How would a switch sit on his entertainment center? <laughs> Considering you have to lift it up out of a out cradle of dog, thing, yeah. and well, you can set off, it in front of the TV. Well, first off, why would it be down here? Yeah, fair enough. Good point. Um, <clears throat> a second, why are you gonna put it down here? Fair enough. Again, once again, <laughs> well, my mom beside my TV. Yeah, like, it, it wouldn't. I don't think it would work for me upstairs either. Perpendicular to the TV. Ah, fair. That's what I want to do. Put it adjacent, like adjacent, hanging from like the ceiling somewhere, <laughs> just because that way your cat doesn't get in it. Yeah, like a Christmas tree. I didn't think about that. Look, you ooh. Good point. <laughs> you forget that's like the system that he's like, that's everything. If he knocks it over. Um, yeah, I'll figure that out. I'm not worried about it. Because I actually plan on playing it mostly handheld around the house, which is real weird. <laughs> that, that's like, if I got one, I would, what I, do with I would let uh, people watch TV and right. I would uh, use it to one, two, switch, do boop. stuff. And yeah, I don't, go, go I don't like travel ever. So when I had a 3DS, when I had a Vita, I didn't ever play them on travel. I mean, I did, but I just rarely traveled. So I would just play them in bed or you know, sit on the couch, play or whatever. I'm, I'm super stoked about it. I'm, I'm really... I haven't played Zelda in a long time. Like, a long time. And I've never beat a Zelda game. And a lot of the, the on-hand, like, the hands-on impressions have been really positive for Why don't you make this uh, your first Zelda game that you beat? That's my goal. I just don't know how long Switch it up be. a little bit, man. Come yeah, on. just switch it. That's the yeah. last joke about Switch you're going to make. That's okay, fine. Last. Okay, I'll get my last one out. Go ahead. Does the Switch actually have a power button or a power switch? Okay, you can leave now. That's <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. And you snapped, which is not Switch. And now let's switch <laughs> to the next conversation. So, enough, enough Switch talk. Uh, really quick, before we go to the main topic today, let's talk about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's reviews have been really good, and it comes out next Tuesday. So excited. How do you feel about the effect that those two games will have on each other? Do you think Horizon will be detrimental to Zelda because they're both open-world games, or do you think Zelda will be detrimental to Horizon, or do you think they won't affect each other? I think Zelda is the more popular one. Definitely. But I don't think more people care about the Switch to buy, like... I mean, it's a weird way to say it. Okay, um, so <laughs> okay. Zelda is definitely the most the more popular one, mm-hmm. and it's the one that more people are excited for. Uh, but Horizon, people already have PS4s. Right. So yeah. it's, a, it's an easier one to get. I think it's, it's hard to say. It's a hard call. It hel- it, I think it helps that they're exclusives... Like he said, no one's going to go out and buy a Switch just for Zelda. Well, some people. A lot of people are. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. I I mean, no, I mean, like, you know, people who are already playing that, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to go buy a Switch. But uh, it, I think it helps that they're both exclusives that I don't think they're really going to take away from anything necessarily. I don't think it, I don't even care about them in terms of the sales. I don't care about that. I just mean like, so in my, what I'm afraid of for Nintendo is that Horizon Zero Dawn has gotten very good reviews. It's gotten a lot of uh, a lot of the hundreds. I mean, it's gone as low as like seventies and even fifties, but for the most part, it's overwhelmingly positive. Well, it's only one website, so I'm not even trusting. Yeah, yeah. But overwhelmingly, it's been positive. I mean, many different websites are saying it's Sony's best IP next to like uh, Last of Us. Like multiple people are saying it's better than Uncharted, and that it's like a new you know um, pillar for Sony. And I I wonder if Zelda comes out and it's in that B-plus range of, this is a really good game, but it's kind of weird because there's new mechanics. And Horizon is is what it is, which is super, super well-reviewed, that it could actually kind of hurt the Nintendo brand for your biggest launch to be on the same week as another game in the same genre that's way better. Not saying it's better. It might not be better. Zelda could be awesome. But I just don't know. I'm curious I have, about it. I, I, I hate to say, like, I have, like, faith in Zelda because, like, I'd... 
I don't like a whole lot of Zelda games, mm-hmm. um, but they all review well. All yes. of the 3D Zeldas have always reviewed well. I can't Very think of true. one that did bad. I do feel like Skyward Sword reviewed well when it came out, but did not age well. Yeah. Game got tens. It did. And the internet and hates it. Like, like, a, like a year later, people turned on it pretty fast. It was the reverse of uh, Wind Waker. When people hated, out, Wind Waker. I hated it when it came out because it was cel-shaded and different and kind of childish looking, but then in retrospect, now people think it's one it's of the best, best ones. ones. And I agree with that. That's one of the only ones I've really played. That was just like a dumb gamer complaint, which we'll get to later. Yes, we will. Did he, we'll switch to that. Did you guys play Skyward Sword? No, but I Steven haven't. has it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I played maybe about an hour of it, and then awesome. uh, I went to go like do something else more important, like you know, breathe. My, uh, <laughs> my plan is to actually play Skyward Sword before I play Breath of the Wild. Just because I have played through all of them. The only one I haven't beaten is Wind Waker. That's 3D. Um Skyward, Sword's Skyward the only, Sword, the only one I haven't, and I want to. I want to beat Skyward. I Sword. need you to play relevant games that are topical <laughs> on this very successful podcast we have. You know, so you want to know what I've been playing? I, I can't wait to hear what this is. The Force Unleashed two, and the Secret I wish of Monkey you could Island. See my face right now; it's real bad. And the Secret Lord. of Monkey Island. Y'all are, that's why this podcast is not as good as it could be. <laughs> oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. What are you playing, Neo? Not yeah, you. Brand new game. What are you stopping yeah. playing, Neo? Yeah. <laughs> and Dragon Ball Z's Universe two, which is fairly new, and. Tales of Berseria, all of yeah, which not, all of which you've already stopped playing. I'll right? never get back to that. all of which you <laughs> and I'll like you, you game, won't beat. But I'll, yeah, I won't beat. I'm, I don't know. I'll definitely beat Dragon Ball. I'll definitely eventually beat Neo. I'm just not in the mood right now. Well, when they should switch that mood. God, when they open, God, God. okay, look, look. I'm the king of dad jokes, but you're trying to dethrone me right now. And I just noticed you're saying nothing but positive things about Mario. Thrown, yeah. You're saying nothing but like positive things about Mario, and you were drinking out of a Mario cup. Oh, that's really funny. This is great. It's not my cup. I think it's Stevens. Actually, no. I gave it to you, didn't I? I have no idea. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. I no, do it's know yours, bro. Cares. I don't drink coffee. Nobody listens to podcasts. Yeah. Cares about that cup of coffee. It's a uh, warp pipe for anybody interested. Anyway, topic of the day. <laughs> we'll put a picture of it on our Facebook <laughs> we're page. We're right on past this. <laughs> topic of the day. Uh, we're gonna each sort of well, not necessarily all of us, but. We're going to sort of go through our, just a major sort of issue we have with modern gaming. Um, We've all kind of decided on a little rant we're going to go on and sort of discuss. For me, I'll go first. Um, And it's going to be the, I don't know the best way to say this, either RPGification or MMOification of modern AAA titles. Um, So many games that come out are just systems on systems on systems that are completely unnecessary. Like what? Uh, so there's a bunch of different examples. So I'm going to go through, I wrote down uh, some notes here. I'm going to go through a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different things that Please. I feel like are RPG mechanics that don't belong in half the games they're in. Be as harsh as possible. I'm going to. Uh, yes. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go th- with each complaint I have, I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk about why it works in certain games and why it doesn't need to be in other ones. And I want, we're going to go individually per, per line. I want you guys to hit on every one of these topics individually. Cool. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, Alright, so first one is loot. Nah. So, the first game that I recall being super loot heavy was the first Diablo. Mm-hmm. I'm Baldur's not saying that was the first one, but I'm saying it's the first one that made it popular. And the reason it was so popular was because that is the game. Yeah. You click, and you loot. Yeah. The game is fun because you're looking for that next... It's it's like a pinata party, basically. Ooh, what am I going to get next? Like, what am I going to get next? And Viva Diablo. <laughs> Viva Diablo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually like Viva Pinata. Anyway. It's really good. Um, so, yeah. The origin of loot makes a lot of sense, right? It's, it's literally a game that has no other... Like, if you didn't have loot in that game, it would not be a fun game. It's vital to that game's enjoyment, right? Very. 
But look what it's become. Loot is in every mainstream title. Doesn't belong in, belong in half of them. It becomes just another excess. Th- it's just a thing to do. And every, every time you ask somebody about that, oh, I think it's cool. But never do they talk about that mechanic outside of me asking them about it. It's just something they have, right? They'll, I can only think of three games off the top of my head that have loot mechanics in there. I, you, you, you'll have a million course, for right, me. Right. Uh, or they're Diablo, uh, Borderlands, and Death Spank. Death Spank? Death Spank. I've never even heard of it. Oh, yes, Xbox I have. Yes, it's, like it's a, real goofy. Well, there's the Diablo clones, obviously. Those are all yeah. fine. Uh, but I'm talking about like every modern RPG has a ton of loot. Every time you kill something, you it's get, get it's a thousand different the... potions that don't matter, a thousand different pieces of gear that don't matter, a thousand different weapons that don't matter. And, well, no, you just sell them. But why am I, why am I selling them? Why am I selling them? What, Neo. what am I doing? This is Neo. Neo this is about yeah. Neo. <laughs> it is partially yes. about Neo. And my favorite game of all time, Witcher 3, doesn't need any of this stuff. Right? Fair. And it's it's just, it's time. So, Neo's a, how many hours do you think? Just I know it doesn't say. How many hours do you think it took to beat Neo? Uh, I'll say upward 75, and I did all the missions all the way through. Would you be playthrough. real mad if it took you 65 hours, and you took out 10 hours of doing garbage with uh, loot? Would you be mad at uh, that? No, I wouldn't be mad at all because the gameplay's fantastic. Exactly, right? So it doesn't it doesn't belong. So if the Witcher had only Witcher gear and there was like five sets of really good gear that you had to find in the world, that'd be awesome, right? I remember you telling me the other day, you're like, uh, Garrett will never do this. Why would he put it, pick up this shit? <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get even worse with my next one. So we can all agree. Okay. Loot's cool. I'm not saying loot is a bad mechanic, but it needs to get out of my freaking game. Well, how do you feel about like crafting systems? Oh my god, loot next on my list. Like oh <laughs> uh, before you jump to that, it's getting to the point where fighting games have a Oh loot my god, system. we talked about that before you even went live. Yep. <laughs> live. Before we went live. Um it's ridiculous that uh, I will agree with you on that. It's ridiculous that games that aren't RPGs you have to grind for stuff now. And it's it all, the only reason it exists is to just unnaturally extend the playtime. Pad to just pad padding. out a game that doesn't need it. Fighting games rely exclusively on the mechanics. You can have nothing but five base characters, like Street Fighter Five, like just yeah. base characters, and still be a decent game. So Injustice Two having the uh, mechanic of of getting loot after every fight. And adjusting your stats, like get, fighting games no. live and die based on their balance. balance. Anything that throws that off, having special moves tied to loot, because c- come on, this is a, this yeah. Is a special moves tied to loot is what really gets me. I don't care so much about the stat thing because I'm not going to use it, but yeah. like it's, no one it's still a waste of time for them to even bother putting it in. And it's a waste of like aesthetically, most of it doesn't look good. So put that same design time into just getting as many alternate costumes, of which there are tons for every character because of you know DC's long you know history or whatever. I don't know. It's frustrating. You're, Adam you're West going to be spending more time adjusting your stats and actually fighting, like literally. And I, I don't want to do that. No, I you shouldn't that be that game way. Specifically to get in and out of matches as quick as possible and maybe enjoy a good. Story. It's like Eve Online, the fighter. I'm about Z- auction houses next to it. I don't know about Xenoverse two, but Xenoverse one was very grind heavy. Extremely like, Xenoverse very. Xenoverse very. It's not grind heavy, but it's, so it's loot heavy and unnecessary. Like it's f- not good loot. There's a lot of stuff you can beat the game and still get max level before you beat the game now. Which the, is great. the first game Which had a real bad loot system, and I hated it. Mm. But I, it had a lot of uh, cool costumes. This was like throwbacks. This one's a lot better because once you like do the exact objectives, you get the item like ninety nine percent of the time. I, I can vouch for that. One, cool. it was all um, random. But this yeah. is yeah. Once again, it's a game that loot. If you just simply unlock the costumes of the people you beat, and there was no loot system, that'd be fine. Yeah. If you, whatever. Anyway, okay. next on the list. So loot, okay. we can kind of agree it's 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 overly it's overly done nowadays. Crafting. So crafting. Is a very is a very weird thing. This belongs in an MMO because an MMO you pay monthly, fifteen dollars, whatever it happens to be, 
and you you need stuff to pad your time. It's like you you're gonna eventually do all the quests, and you need these kind of side things. When you pay sixty dollars for a game, and you have a twelve to fifteen hour story, why am I why am I wasting five to ten to fifteen hours on on, on crafting and picking up plants everywhere I go and, and mining ore? <laughs> think about think about that. Like, say you're watching the Lord of the Rings and Aragorn's like leading the hobbits, right? Hold on a second. Let me go mine some ore. That's like a whole industry. Like, first of all, dwarves have it on lockdown. Right? Not cares about. But mining is like a very specific thing that you do, right? Don't worry about the walking trees. The mining is the most like name unbelievable one, thing. Name one person. Name one person in any good story, any epic, whose secondary job is that they're a miner. Oh, I mean, top. There's not. I was gonna make a kid joke. I was gonna say Alex Kidd. I was gonna say Alex Kidd. <laughs> um. Well, what's what's uh the zombie game that we most recently played? Uh, Left for Dead, Dying, Dying Light. Dying Light. I like the crafting in that because you know it actually serves a purpose and making new weapons. Yeah, and it's it's useful. Right, it can be useful, but tell me this: so, like, a, lo- a lot of games don't. There's a lot of games that have crafting most systems. Most of them. The that games I that don't use at there, all. There, there's like very few games that do it right, and then you have everything else below it. So if you have a blacksmith in your game who makes swords for you, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the blacksmith. Hey, dude, got a I got a some serious stuff going on. Need a good sword. Okay, cool. Give me the blueprints. Give me the metal. Metal. Give me the cloth. Give me the leather. Give me everything. Give me all this stuff. Dragon Age. What, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what am I paying you for if I've got to literally come up with the blueprints the cloth? and the materials? The cloth? What am I paying you the to cloth do? For I don't sword? understand it. Wait, wait. What do we use cloth like for? Sword for? Handle stuff. Oh, but, I was like, uh, the one that's sweat. In, uh, it's usually a bald black Inquisition, you so. had to do that. You yeah. had to get the cloth. I, the metal. I actually yeah. like the uh, the crafting in like Skyrim. So like making your weapons and stuff and increasing your skills. Because Skyrim doesn't have good minute-to-minute gameplay. That game is exclusively about exploration, crafting, and just doing all this. Yeah, stuff. just stuff. The yeah. whole game is it's RuneScape. Side. Yeah, it's it's an MMO without other players in it. Yeah, is what Skyrim is. So that so for me, Skyrim is an example of a game that does it well. A game that does it bad. Same vein. Fallout Four. Fallout. Yeah. Fallout's Fallout crafting is awful. Mm-hmm. It's never good. And I, like I like so for a, a game that does crafting incredibly well to me, and it fits the lore. It fits the game's Last of Us. Yes. So when you play yes. Last of Us, first of all, there's not that many things you can craft. No. And you're literally, the game is about, you're post-apocalyptic and you need to find resources and you're going around places that make sense for you to get that stuff, like kitchens and people's houses and stuff, Tuck. and making things like uh, quick health potions, not potions, but health health kits or whatever, and bombs. Shibs. Resident Evil 7. Oh. Resident Evil 7. Really good crafting because it's limited. It's not everything. You don't walk by every plant you don't pick up, and that's just silly. Yeah. When you're just spamming the A button to just get crap, which is so when you're many running games. in The Witcher Three, you're just running, running and hitting a. Three, just hitting A as much as you can. That's every game. It's every mainstream RPG now. Fair. If I, if All I of this is fair. If I don't care about what pops up when I kill an enemy I don't care like I'm just hitting A to get all the crap he gave me then why even have the system at all so I'm thinking of an RPG that does crafting stuff right I don't know if Final Fantasy 7 has crafting but no. you don't run around and hit A in that game and Kingdom Hearts it has a crafting system but you don't run around and hit A you just like you find chests to get stuff and you kill enemies and you get stuff you don't have to run around and pick plants I There's like that very few items that you can find like in little hidden areas that are behind like small immovable objects but that's it but like Kingdom Hearts is the one that's like sticking out to me. Like you can create new weapons, and you get those weapons by defeating enemies and like getting. It's kind of like Monster Hunter, but you don't have to like 
collect stuff from the ground. I'm actually okay with like Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's like game that. is crafting. That's the game. Like once yeah. again, if it's, if it's the core mechanic in the game, then I'm totally okay with. It. These are not broken mechanics. They're mechanics that are unnecessary as an additive. Yeah. Right. So. I like them in Kingdom uh, Hearts. Dark, next, Dark Siders 2. <laughs> Dark Siders 2, that is the epitome of a game that just, it broke the game. Like, the game was, was, was not fun anymore because I love Dark Siders 1. They had a great formula for what that game was supposed to be. It was just Zelda again, but cooler with cooler. I got, I got to the portal gun and I stopped. That part was kind of weird. But yeah, that, that, the game's pretty solid. But part two becomes a uh, sort of open world issue, and there's loot. And oh, boy. Who cares? It's weird. It's weird. I, I, I can't wait Amazing to talk about that. And not to mention, <laughs> And not to mention the fact that having a bunch of loot that changes your appearance takes away the iconic design of the character. And that's super important. Link looks like Link because Link looks like Link. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most you can get the is a color change. So Geralt on the cover of The Witcher looks awesome. Right, but what people end up playing in because the stats are better are stupid looking armor that doesn't that doesn't it's not what you think of when you think of that character. So games like Doom, where you have just never the see same your character, look, or, or if you do, you look the same. But there's like modifications that you can loot and modifications things you can find. That's okay. Well, it's funny though because all these uh, games that aren't MMOs are taking you know the crafting, mm-hmm. the loot from MMOs, but they're not keeping the most important thing from all that like a vanity meter like to make you look at a certain exactly way. and <clears throat> these crafting and loot specifically make sense in games where seeing your character your an individual created character is the most is one of the most important facets of the game right yeah so games like even like a i hate to say it, but even like a mass effect or a game where you create your character and you decide how they look and it's not an established thing and not even an established character it makes more sense in but when you're playing a game where what the character is designed to be is not visually represented because of, of loot. It, it, I don't know. It just takes away some of the iconicness. We're going to get back to that same thing in a minute when I get to another thing. Uh, but first, I want to talk about sh- uh, shops next. This <laughs> is my shops. favorite shop in the Citadel. And here's oh, one. Oh, and here's oh. one. Because it, it ties into crafting. It ties into crafting and loot. All three of these things. It sounds like a whole lot of Neo complaints. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of these are in Neo. Well, there's only one shop in Neo. Oh, fair. True. But yeah. if you notice, every game that has loot and crafting and shops... None of those exceptions are ever balanced well. Nine times out of ten, the shops are pointless if for refilling on ammo or something. It's, it's always either... I guess what I'm trying to say is there's always one of those ways is the main way to, to, to go. Like, if, if typically games that have shops and crafting and loot, either loot gets you the best stuff, crafting gets you the best stuff, or shops get... Well, it's never shops that give you the best shops stuff. Shops never give you the best stuff. And shops are just... Oh, shops are like a side effect of loot and crafting. Because you get so much crap, you have to have something to do with it. So might as well trade it for a bunch of useless gold you don't even use. How many games do you have just hundreds of thousands of whatever stupid currencies in the game that you do, not, do nothing with? A lot. Like most of the games, right? Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> you never use the gill, ever. I almost never use the gill in Final Fantasy Fifteen. I didn't use it in Witcher. I didn't use it in Mass. I don't use it. I know, uh, you won't know this, but Pokemon. I Pokemon's something that, uh, you never spend money the on. The new one, you run out, like... It's crazy how like yeah. money management is bad in the new Pokemon. You need mm-hmm. more of it. Yeah, it's That's like hard too, to get money. But at least it's at least it's like useful, that. right? Yeah. And the other ones you never spent money. Never. No. You never did. So I would love for if you could any one of these mechanics would be okay on its own. But as a as a threesome, as a as a three pack of, of mechanics, <laughs> it almost necessarily breaks the other mechanics. Is that you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? So, like, if the best gear was just at high-level shops and you had to, like, you had to make sure you were taking missions and taking contracts and taking whatever side quests to get money to get those best things, that, that's a mechanic that works. 
if the best loot is only tied to bosses that only have bosses drop the loot, and that works. If the only way to get loot is to craft it, then that makes sense. Go to the blacksmith, find the stuff in the environment that works. But having all three together just makes it a bunch of almost pointless stuff where every once in a while you'll have something that matters, but you, you it, go it hours makes, between it making sense. Having all, all of those together makes one of them obsolete or just all of them except one obsolete. There's no point. Of There's no point. So might as well just have one of them. Um, when it comes to like armor and stuff like that, and that's the last thing I'm going to say about yeah, this, absolutely. the best system that I've seen, and I can't even remember like what games really do it, just like small little additives to it, but when you get like gear, you can level up your gear, but the longer you like great. actually like use it, you're in battle, you use different enchantments to it, so, and you use like the starting equipment all the way to the end of the game. I think that's I hate how much I'm like praising Skyrim right now, because <laughs> Skyrim <laughs> is like the thing that does all of these things, right, I feel. And mm-hmm. I let, let it be known, Skyrim's an average game, <laughs> but I agree. it's um, a great game. But I just I, I, it's I not think post. like it's not for us. I like um, using well, shops to sell stuff to get money to buy, like buy a house and to like buy your decoration. This is all dumb shit, but like <laughs> buy decorations <laughs> for your house and like buy a horse, a, a nice steed, uh, <laughs> a nice steed, a room. Why would you buy a horse when you can just get the the doesn't matter the ghost but, one? Um, Why would you get a ghost one when you can have walking mannequins in your house? So you can you can buy stuff from the shops like you can refill on arrows or you can buy like a better bow because you're not high enough blacksmith yet to get it or you can whenever you get your blacksmithing up higher you can craft your own bow or you can go into a dungeon and then find a cool bow in a chest all of that stuff works in Skyrim but it doesn't work in most things I agree that it works in Skyrim and I think if Skyrim's minute through the gameplay was super fun it wouldn't be as because you play that game to do that stuff and yeah. I, I, this is why hey. completely this is once again this is not me crapping on mechanics it's me crapping on the overuse of the mechanics in games that don't belong in it works in Skyrim yeah you can I uh, hate that you, you, you can, that's you, something I hate in Skyrim you can you know you can get that armor the way you want whether it's building it buying it because you're real good at talking to people hell yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So that covers loot, crafting, and uh, shops, and those three are kind of tied together. So the next uh, two are also tied together. The first one's leveling up. So when this this was something, I, when it first came out as a big thing, right? So when you play a game like Dungeons & Dragons, like the board game, which I've never played, but it was just... You know, I we, have. We all know the mechanics, right? That's mm-hmm. the purpose of the game. That's The only game you have is leveling up. That's it. Yes. How do you spend your points? When games like Baldur's Gate came out and literally just adapted that same exact rule set, it made a ton of sense, right? But once again, here we go to bringing in something else mm-hmm. that is was game, video games were fine without leveling up for years, and now every game you level up in. Why am I playing as the Doom guy who's already <laughs> invaded hell in the past and he's a legendary warrior? Why am I playing as Geralt and the Witcher? Why am I playing as name your game? Where your hero is experienced and good, and I'm using a start, I'm using a wooden sword because you got because you got to get Metroided if you're playing as an established. Oh yeah, see, Metroid does it fine <laughs> because you don't level up her; you just find the stuff you need to get to the next part. That's fine. I'm talking about actually leveling up statistics. It's so unnecessary on games that are built on gameplay, and it leads me to the next one. I'm gonna tie these two together, which is uh, bosses with high hit points. Just bosses that are just health pools. Again, sounds like Neo. <laughs> it's very similar, right? Trust me. It's, it's, what's it's, funny it's, is it's New Game Plus is a problem. I like Neo. And I love it. I didn't even think about this, but this is all of the Neo. All of this so all, far yeah. has been Neo. Absolutely. Yeah. But video games used to be a very specific thing where you ha- you were given mechanics at the start of a game. Here's how you play the game. As the levels go by, you better get better at it because the, the enemy patterns become harder to anticipate. They become trickier. They become more. But never were the bosses more than... 10 to 15 hits to really beat, right? Think of a Mega Man boss, right? Yeah. Even with a Mega Buster. Like, it may be hard to do, but 
it's doable with just the basic game mechanics. Or it'd be like Sonic, eight hits no matter what. Or, or exactly, <laughs> regardless, they're boss the same. So, in lieu of actually designing enemy encounters that are interesting, they just give them a ton of hit points and say, go level up your character. Mm-hmm. And yes, there is a challenge for those ten gamers out there who are dedicated to beating Dark Souls in two hours or whatever. With, with, with the with the rock band drum pad, and that's fine. <laughs> but that's not that does not a good game make, in my opinion, because it's so niche. I, was, I can't think of any game that is not a hardcore RPG that level mechanics actually. Belong well, one in. thing is, uh, in a lot of games, even when it's u- useless. Mm-hmm. Leveling up feels good. There's I like fanfare. There's a pop. I like dumb skill increases. So, like, the first game I could think of that I played that had dumb skill increases was, like, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Like, you're riding a bike and your stamina goes up or something. Yeah. Um, like, I, that, I thought that was neat. Like, it just goes up uh, yeah. the more you do it. Um, Skyrim again. Sky, Skyrim does it perfectly. <laughs> God. Or Tomb Raider. <laughs> the old one was oh. opening cabinets uh, and stuff. My arms feel stronger now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But Microsoft too did pull ups. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the best. I actually, O2 gauge. Not too long ago, I was uh, I was playing a Sir's Wrath, and I thought while I was playing it, like most games, like a Sir's Wrath, have like a level up system where like you know you'll level up your rebellion and every ebony and ivory, or you'll like get a higher health point gauge. A Sir's Wrath doesn't have any of that. You just have to get better at the game. I think that's as it goes on, you just get better. And I don't mind four or five increases throughout the game. Like maybe your health bar gets three or four. Blocks bigger, yeah. or you get a little bit more stamina. That's fine. I'm not saying, but even that's unnecessary. And I would rather be rewarded uh, aesthetically. Like I want to look cooler. Mm-hmm. Maybe my character looks better as he gets better, or maybe he gets one or two new moves that change the game in some way. Part of this is at, deep in my heart. I just really like the Metro Metroidvania formula. I just think the idea of having a set skill and then you just find certain abilities. The wolf the transformation world. or the the mist. Yeah, anything like that in any of these games, like where you just. You don't level. You do level up in that game, but in the kind of game like Batman Arkham Asylum is a great example of why would Batman ever level up? That's right. stupid. I right? was especially over the course of a night. Yeah, that's dumb. But it's cool for him to get access to gadgets that let him go other places. Yeah. But why am I putting points in armor? Right. If I, I agree. Don't change my suit. I agree. It's totally unnecessary. And I don't think any of these games lose anything if they drop these systems. I don't think that one review point goes lower. Why do you have to unlock moves lose. for Batman? That's so dumb. That's so dumb. He just forgot that he knows karate. That's weird. Yeah. That's convenient. I was just thinking about something. I didn't say you had a look on your face like you're about to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what it was. Ah, damn it. Oh, oh, a game that I really like that does skill increases is, is the way that the old Dead, like Dead Rising 1, 2, and 3 did it. I really like those. I don't you, remember. You start off at level 1 with like 4 health blocks and 3 inventory spaces, and as you kill zombies and bosses and, and, and stuff, you have no moves everything just goes up as you play. You just get more experience, and you just get better. And that's, yeah. And I, I think it's, I like the way it does it, because, it, I don't know, you, you feel stronger at the end of the game. If they're going to do it, that's the way to do it. Um, I feel like inventory management, I didn't even put it on the list, but that's another one that's very troublesome for me i like some game. games can do it right like resident evil 7 I was about to say resident evil 7 is perfect but it's yeah. that's the other one there's two mechanics in that game survive and carry the right stuff you guys you. uh and put your vr headset down no no, no one <laughs> no one misses uh playing tetris in four yeah exactly <laughs> i liked it um, um i like skill trees if they didn't like put heavy emphasis on like the leveling up and stuff like that because imagine the game where you could just you level up but the only thing you did get is skill tree increase where yeah, it doesn't really do like like um, stats or anything. New skill? Yeah, it's just new skill. That's, that's it. cool. That's fine. Yeah, okay. That's t- I totally agree with that. Um, like w- deciding to put it in health or armor or jumping or that's a d- that's dumb. Yeah. I've got one point that barely changes anything about the way the game plays, 
it's a useless mechanic. But doing something that opens up the game's moveset or opens up the skills, that's a different story. But only certain games even deserve that. Batman deserves none of that. Batman, you should have your repertoire that you have, and then you get gadgets to unlock. That's what. That's what. That's his whole thing. Everything's on his belt. And it's just uh, it's it's lazy because this stuff is just numbers. It's just easy numbers to make a game, just to pad the game out. A little quick rant I have that just the RPG genre in general uh, with skill trees. That one skill tree that nobody uses. That it's just useless. Why is it there? It doesn't really do anything. Oh yeah. Like give me cool stuff to use. So and you do that by limiting <clears throat> the number. Find out, like, playtest your game, what's actually fun, and then cut out the excess. Cut out the garbage. Or fold it into other trees. To where, like, those abilities that... You may have, like, that one ability that's really good in that stack tree. It on, stack it on top of another. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, let's say you get a skill, and it, so a lot of games, will, you'll get a new skill, but it'll also give you, like, plus five health. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to do that, it's fine. But why not, instead of that, just give you the skill and make the enemies harder... And balance the game to where you don't need more health and you don't need more stamina because your gameplay is so good. I get that that's hard to do. It's hard to make good games. It's hard. I'm not <laughs> saying it's easy. But this whole unnecessary... Like, there's some games I don't even understand the game until I'm six hours into it. There's so much crap. I don't really, too many systems. I don't really like skill trees. Because I always feel like I'm going down the wrong one and I'm picking a wrong choice. That's, yeah, that, like that, that, that's, that's my thing. Like, yeah. I love them. <clears throat> and even if I choose the wrong one, I'm sticking with it. And there's people like... So another game that's like skill tree based that really works is... Uh, the games like Diablo. Yeah. Like people play those games to play builds. I want to, this is yeah. a build game. I want to do it with a tanker build. I want to do it with a whatever. But in your average game, it's all unnecessary. Like why am I spending any time leveling up Lara Croft's ability to skin animals? Do like, what does it, who cares? Right. There's a plot that makes sense in this game. Let's just focus on that and focus on the combat, which is great in that game. It's once again, unnecessary. Made the game two hours longer, cut out ten hours of excess. Exactly, and like, there's no there's no need for the path. The last two things I have about this are, um, I'll, I'll put them together to kind of save time, with side quests and dialogue options. So, I love side quests in games, but I think the time of the the garbage side quest is over. I literally think The Witcher came out and said, hey, you can, <laughs> I, I swear this is what happened. They came out and said, here is what, here's just how you do this from now on. Every side quest matters. It's fully voice acted. It matters to the plot. You're going to be interesting characters you really want to see more of. Every side quest, you can't tell if it's a side quest or a main quest. That's the only way to do side quests. After playing that game, playing Final Fantasy XV, was at times extremely ridiculous. And I had no, like, it was hard for me to finish that game because it was so stupid. There was no reason. No, it to was do literally things. just to pad out the game. Like, once, this is all about padding, it's all about just unnecessary systems. Why am I going to collect your beans <laughs> when my father just got murdered and he's the king and now the, the empire's in danger? The realm's in danger. Exactly. Let's but go fishing. I literally, Let's go hey, fishing. could you give me some green beans while you're out? That's absurd. Right. Do you agree with that? Right. Nobody's going to argue that, right? No one's no, going to argue no. that. Okay, good. Side quest need to go. Um, I think everybody needs to take a page out of The Witcher's book so when, it com- it? when it comes to side quests. The Witcher took a page out of yeah, The Witcher's book. Yeah, they, they got a couple books to do it from. Hey, <laughs> walking here. <laughs> or if, if you're not going to do that, then just <laughs> eliminate any of the story crap. Just have a thing that come up says kill five monsters. Don't give me a guy to talk to. Tell me why. If you're not going to put any effort into it, <clears throat> excuse me, not going to put any effort into it, then do it the way that, um, what's the 3DS RPG <clears throat> with the Xenoblade Chronicles? Xenoblade, yeah. Most of those are just, hey, you got a new mission, go kill 20 things, I'll give you some experience. It's not, they don't even try to explain this, it. just yeah. something that pops, and that's fine. If you're not going to put the time into it, or maybe you don't have the resources too, because that's expensive. Voice acting and motion capture, all that stuff's hard to do. So a company like CD Projekt Red or Bio or uh, not Bio, yeah, Bioware can do that. 
somebody like whoever makes Xenoblade Chronicles can't do that. So don't waste any of our time. Square, like, by the way, should have been able to do that. Yeah. That's a, that's a big company. I like a lot of the way that Xenoblade does stuff. I like a lot of the stuff it's they cool. do. It's cool. For a lower budget kind of game, it's, I think it does really good. Yeah. And for, it's like one of the best reviewed Wii games. Yeah, I, I really liked what I played yeah. it. And it's super hard to find, too. It's a great yeah. great game. Just try it out. <laughs> I'm about, as a matter of fact, for the uh, back to the Switch, that was one of the cool trailers. Was the new Xenoblade look really cool? Uh, they'd sell, it's a lie, is what is it, it is. Really? I do not... There's no part of my body that believes that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will come out this year. Oh, definitely coming out this year. 1,000% sure. not on that boat. Last you are thing, lying. Last thing on my, my, my rant is the dialogue options. Um, this makes sense on a game where you define the character. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Uh, it doesn't really make sense on games that have defined characters. The Witcher. The Witcher. <laughs> uh, the Witcher does it in a really good way because none of the options are not something he would do. They're just different degrees of it. However... And it is a role-playing game, but uh, Uncharted 4 had that like, Why? That's weird. That's nice I, did no not, I didn't know that. Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn has got uh, dialogue options that don't affect the game at all. Like, it affects, like, sort of, maybe if they smile at you at the end of the cutscene, that's it. T- Titanfall has, but it, it, the thing is, with Titanfall, Titanfall good. It, it doesn't it doesn't take away, nor does it add anything. Nor does, and that's that's where we're at with dialogue options. It doesn't <laughs> take away or add. And I think what I think what this comes from is they want to make cutscenes somehow interactive, mm-hmm. like to have you some player agency. Stop doing it. But I would rather just give me the character. You're yeah, the writer. The story. You're good, and I want to know how this character is. So like, obviously, it makes a lot of sense with something like a Telltale game. That's what the game is. Mm-hmm. The purpose of that game is to to come back and say, All has "Where the did same you do? Where did you do?" Destination though. But when we play Horizon <laughs> next week. And we talk about Aloy at the end of it. I want to be talking about the same character. Ygritte? 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 No, uh, what's her name? Mer- Merida? Yeah. Merida? Is that the girl from Brave? Hell yeah. Of course. <laughs> she does look like her. But yeah, so that's my issue there is that if you're not going to add anything to it, just let the cutscene play. Do the write it well because you're the writer, not me. You're supposed to tell me a story. It'll make me, you know. Write it for you. And like, I want to know what happened and not what happened in my weird version that's barely different than your version. Once again, holdover from RPGs that doesn't belong in mainstream action games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm okay with like asking questions. Like, if you want to ask, like, say you're playing Uncharted and like you have an option of just like continuing or like asking quite more questions. Like, I'm fine with that. I like that too. What but, I don't like is every character in the game having a bunch of random exposition to give you. I thought you were, yeah. Witcher does that poorly. Deus Ex. Everybody has something to say that doesn't matter. Deus Ex does it really bad. Yeah. It's just oh, like real Mass life. Effect. You know, people got a lot of things to say and no one cares. Mass Effect had had a lot. There were uh, so many codex entries in the first Mass Effect and from just codex people. Codex entries is different. So that's, I like that. I love filling, fill out a, like a glossary of terms and fill out a, a glossary of people. That's cool. Because I can on my own kind of go, but I'm the kind of guy that I don't want to leave anything unread yeah. just in case it's a cool thing. So I'll end up talking to people for way too long. It throws off the pacing of the game. Hugely throws off the pacing of the conversations. And if a character has nothing new to say, don't let me talk to the character anymore. Yeah, don't don't let me say the same grayed out option so, that I said exactly. before. So I, just just go go away from being a something that uh, Mass Effect did really cool was when uh the fir- in the first one when you get the Batarian uh like entry in yeah. the Codex because you never saw Batarians in the first game except for the DLC. Um, and it was really cool because you got like a whole page on Batarians and it was like who the hell is this? That's that <laughs> Codex is cool. What were you about to say? Uh, I have no idea. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation ended. Oh no no like uh. Some games where, like, you walk up to somebody and they have that dialogue tree that's all grayed out, mm-hmm. and you've already, like, exhausted it, but you have to go through the options just to get the past it or whatever. Just to get to the end. Yeah, just don't let me yeah. talk to them at yeah. all. If just I'm click gone, it, and it has a little text above the head is like, go away. Or just, yeah, or just, exactly, just... 
Take uh, away the, the, the ability to talk to him. And Deus Ex, the one girl at the door of the agency or whatever, when you would talk to her, it would go into that weird mini cutscene, and it would say the same thing over and over again. She's like, oh, the police are acting real bad out there. The police are acting real bad out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's kind of like when you go to a Pokemon Center and you healed once and then you accidentally talk to Nurse Joy again and you're gonna heal again. Oh, you're up late. <laughs> it's I, I, yeah. Those, those are things that we could do without. Like, I'm, don't give me the option to talk to Nurse Joy. I'm if I glad you mentioned heal. Deus Ex though, because mm-hmm. one thing Deus Ex does really, really good is it does give dialogue options that aren't about pointless defining weird gray areas of a character. The, so when the boss yeah. fights in that game, where literally you have dialogue options because you're trying to get something from a character. Like, I'm trying to get this person to calm down, not shoot. Kill themselves, that, you know. That is something that exists, and it's always the same Jensen. And you're mm-hmm. just looking, what is the way to solve this puzzle? That's a dialogue option that matters. And how it gives you, like, the person's quirks and, like, their personality yeah, type. Yeah, because now you know, that becomes yeah. a game mechanic that anybody would do. Because every time we, any of us talk to somebody, we're trying to sort of get something out of them, right? Whether it's information. We all work in retail. Of course laugh. we do. Exactly. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, so make them laugh. Whatever it happens to be, you're always trying to get a result. So to have that as a game mechanic where you're literally trying to get, like, maybe there's a piece of armor that a, that a, a character has, and to get that armor, you have to charm that person by choosing the right dialogue option that they would respond to. Then it becomes actually cool. And then you can have that mechanic in non-RPGs and be fine. But just having dialogue options because we're going to give players choice and player agency is a waste of time. To me. You can make Saren kill himself. Yeah. That was rad. That's really cool, right? You can make rad. Lose a Man kill himself. You sure can. You can, make, you can, you can kill Rex. <laughs> you can you, with your yeah. own hands. <laughs> All right, so that's all I've got on my rant in terms of uh, these are RPG mechanics that are in every game now. They need to go away. There's plenty of stuff, uh, plenty of ways to go forward on the gameplay level that they're not doing. Now we go to Tyler. Why has everything got to be open world nowadays? <laughs> I'm going to go Tyler's right into it. Lords of Shadow 2 didn't need to be open world. Killed that game. Killed that game. Killed that game. Uh, I like the game, but it's, it's not great. Uh, you guys were talking about Darksiders. Like... Yep. Uh, like, be like how the first one was like no like be like the first one was so Zelda-y yeah. that it w- it wasn't an open world like you have a you clear have a big point to go area, to basically, yeah. And yeah. And two is just open and part of me is like yeah it's really cool that Zelda's going open world but at the same time it's like why does it need to it's it, probably just going to be like the other Zeldas it, they're just like saying it's big. open world yeah it, because that is the new like it's, it's, not, it's not the new thing but I mean that is what everyone wants to be right now. And one reason we talked about this before, Fallout 4 came out in a vacuum of just open world after open world games. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just like, you don't need an open world game. Just, just it's, keep it. You Games can be linear and still be good. And often are better. And often are better. <laughs> if you talk about the, the really the game of the years of the past few years and the narrative experiences we remember recently have not been open world, not for the most part. Like, yeah, Uncharted Four, open world games that like I like. Only some games should be open world. Things like Grand Theft Auto, Elder Scrolls. Elder that, that is the reason. Elder Scrolls, El- like Rockstar um, and Bethesda is the reason why everyone wanted to do that. Yep, they should just have a monopoly on this too. Uh, like, yeah. only let them do it. I, I try to mention The Witcher as much as I can in life yeah, in general. Of uh, but they set out, hey, we're gonna do an open world, and we're gonna do everything you did wrong. We're gonna fix it, and they sort of did that. So we're going to do this and tell a story that has really good cutscenes. We're going to do this and tell a story that has really good acting. If you set out to do that, that's fine. But it take, it's incredibly difficult to do that. So much, in fact, that Bethesda didn't pull it off with Fallout 4. I think most people would say it's not the best game. 
So if your masters can barely do it, then maybe we should kind of pull back on the open world thing. Mm -hmm. Because what do you have to do with open world? It's fill it with crap to do. And that's my list I just did is all open world games. So here's a bunch of crap for you to find, a bunch of just random mechanics there to That's why it works in Skyrim. Except because that's the game. Exactly. And uh, I don't know. Like, I'm really excited for Death Stranding, even though I know nothing about it. But one thing we do know about it, it's going to be open world. Like... Let's talk about Metal Gear Solid Five oh, and how that God. didn't work. Well, oh, we don't have to. Here's the: it, it, it <laughs> wasn't an open world. It was just a really big map, Ugh, and that's it's unnecessary and totally unnecessary. Like in in some ways, it was cool. Yeah, you could you know hit a mission any way that you wanted from any point that you wanted. That's cool, but it still could have been linear, and you would have had big maps. Uh, you could see kind of see the uh, where Kojima was wanting to go with open worlds in four. There were really big areas. Yeah, and they could have done that just a really big area here and there but still made it somewhat linear you know there's not one like what one base that you go into what's Metal Gear about infiltrate a base fair enough you infiltrate one base totally. and it's not Metal Gear Solid 5 is it's not an open world game because you have a hub and you go to it just happens to be the same map every every mission two fair. maps so it's not really open world we all say it is and they say it is but it's once again it's a buzzword that they were mm-hmm. trying to get and did not design a game around it. So you have Mother Base, and then you go on a mission, but the mission is just in an area that's way too big. I feel like because you can go to the map, and there are objectives to do in the map, like you can just go to Free Roam. That's true. And that's there true. are things to that do in it, it kind of that open. makes it open. But it's, to me, it's none dead. Of that the stuff main story stuff is is not open. It's world. it's all dead too. Like it, like if you want to, if you really do want to call it an open world, there's what you, you, once again there's there's plants you can pick up. There's, there's animals uh, to catch. There's enemies to catch, and uh, then there's a lot of desert, and a lot of jungle. <laughs> a lot of running. And that's about it. the old D-horse. <laughs> old D-horse. Riding that D-horse. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone else got, like, any more things open, that... Yeah, open worlds are... They're tired. Um, they're stop tired. doing it. Just stop doing it. Like, if you can't do it... Like, if you can't do it well, and it's just gonna be, like... You know, just average and forgettable. Don't 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 do it's it. It's just so difficult to do. Like it's that's that's one of the that's probably the hardest kind of game to make is an open world game because it it costs a ton of money because just assets alone. I mean, especially in HD, like nowadays, it's absurd how much it costs to render all that stuff. And then that's a lot of time you're not spending on your core game mechanics, mm-hmm. and maybe your game's not fun. I don't yeah, gotta worry about the draw distance. And I'm one of the few people, and I don't want to say few, there's lots of us, that I think that go with taking Batman in open world was the wrong direction. Like, I think Asylum is a better game than World. I like City in Arkham Knight. I like those games. I'm not saying they're bad. I just think a more focused narrative without the open world stuff to do would have been just as good. Yeah. And the whole reason that, that that's just, that wasn't really. Uh, because of the trend, that was just because you're Batman. They wanted you to they wanted go, you go around the city. And have, it, it was a way to put more villains in it, too. It, yeah, but and also there was a way to put the Batmobile in it for the third one. Because mm-hmm. Batman is, but it wasn't good. <laughs> nope. It wasn't done well. So why, like, once again, just because you want to have something in the game, if you can't justify it from a gameplay uh, perspective, then it shouldn't be there. No. Uh, but I, I am completely. Do you remember uh, Spider Man 2? I loved it. The, the, the Nothing to do with the world at all. Nope. It was fun. But just, once again, just the traversal in that game is yeah. so much fun. That's why I think Zelda's open world might actually be pretty cool. Because you can do rad stuff. You can like ride your shield as a like a. You can get the freaking like sled, Deku leaf and sled. what's it called? 
Snowboard. Snowboard. Like you snowboard, you get the deck leaf and like, the, float, from, like yeah. from Wind Waker and you, you can, can float climb on it. anything. Yeah. Like yeah, like I don't know. It's and you know, cool. in Spider Man, you know, there wasn't anything to do except get that little shit's balloon for like the you know fiftieth time. But uh, but, the, that, but yeah, swinging, like just I mean, swinging around is awesome. I remember so many times just putting that game in and doing nothing, mm-hmm. just swinging around for twenty minutes and put, uh, turn it off. Ultimate Spider Man was really fun to do that in. Same with that. I'm glad Sucker Punch is taking over. It's a Somniac. Somniac. My bad. My bad. I thought it was going to be Sucker Punch. Yeah, my bad. For the record. I, I get those two mixed up all the time. But... It was real close. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people like uh, like Sunset Overdrive's traversal. I don't, but I Sunset like Overdrive... I, I, I like... Uh, I like Infamous, in a way. It's really cool. You uh, we're liking too much stuff here. we got to yeah. start, like, you know... Oh, yeah, let's get negative. Things. Let's get yeah. negative. I don't... We're, we're not saying open worlds are bad. <laughs> we're just saying make less of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can't do something... If you can't pull off something at least as good as Infamous 1, which I liked, but it's not a great game, it's just a good game, mm-hmm. it's all a game, then you shouldn't be wasting your time with it. Because, it, once again, it takes so much to Money time and, and effort. Money and effort. I just like... Blood, sweat, tears. I just like open world games that let you get around real fast. Like real fast. Do you like mean Saints Row Four? How you can just run and glide everywhere? It's so that's cool. pretty cool. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that goes into a problem with a lot of you know games that try to be open world. You can't get around easy. Don't give me a slow like, horse. Give me, give me, give me some flight. The Lego, uh, like Lego Marvel <laughs> superheroes. Lego Marvel <laughs> superheroes was awesome. It does a good, really good job. Switch to a character and run real fast, or switch to somebody that can fly. It's great. Yeah, you're just there. But The Witcher, it feels like it's there to. Uh, it's almost instead of cutscenes in a weird way, because like I, like I think I've told you, I don't know if I've told it on the podcast before, but I play the game and it's very much a. I go from place to place and I don't fast travel. Like I ride my horse too, because it's just it's an immersion thing, right? You can make that your role, role play aspect. It's that role play aspect. It's that really feel like you're you're going to a location where a mission's at, and it's it's designed that way. It's really cool. Um, but so many open world games aren't like that. Ubisoft is just the open world company now. That's just what they do. Just and they do open world, quote unquote, stealth. All of yeah, their stealth is bad, and their open worlds are typically bad. Splinter Cell. I remember buy. Splinter Cell being good, but I can't. Splinter Cell is the one that they don't do anymore, and, and it's the way. best one. It's the best one. Like there were two. At one point, there were two games that had a hold over the stealth genre. That was you know Splinter, Splinter Cell, Cell and Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. And Splinter and Cell was always a better stealth game. Yeah, not a better game, better stealth game mm-hmm. for sure. I love and it. Conviction's great. Which is so good. I love that Ooh. game. And, where, where, and, and where's, where's Splinter Cell gone to? <laughs> right? Instead we get, you know, Watch Dogs 2, another Far Cry. He got blacklisted. Oh, God. Oh, that's good. Oh. That's, that's a good one. Oh. Uh, but, you know, you get, you get another Watch Dogs. And, I mean, Watch Dogs 1 isn't bad, and I hear 2 is pretty good. But, like, stuff yeah, in those games. 2 is great. But, once uh, again, it's every, every Ubisoft game is Far Cry. It's all the same. I hate Far Cry. Go to a point, look around, Far Cry's find not a good your map, game. find your six people to talk to to get you. Through, uh, you you know, even when like the genres are different, you know you're playing an Ubisoft game. For Honor, that's a that's an Ubisoft yeah. game, and you know this it. Is not like, world. I really like. Uh, I've recently started to really like Assassin's Creed again, and I do like it. I just know that there's a lot of stuff like stealth in Assassin's Creed is real bad. Getting traversal was bad until Syndicate. Uh, that's cool. The open world is empty, like it's just. You go it's very to empty. you go to point A, hit get your like eagle view spot. Get my flags. You, you, you collect oh your flags. God, get my feathers. You get your feathers. Uh, you do little side missions, and that there's not a whole lot to do. It's just collect stuff it's and do main stuff. missions, very... which I'm fine with. Like I like that stuff, but that's not that does not a good game make. And the reason it's like that is because that's super easy to churn out year after yeah. year. It's just easy. Mm-hmm. Just fill it with a bunch of crap so and this, collect. This next one, whew, it better be killer. Same engine, and just replace characters. Yep. Next one better be freaking killer. If it's not like killer, if it's not a, like as good as Rogue or better, mm-hmm. 
they, they can't go on anymore. It needs to be a game changer. Yeah, they can't I, go I on anymore. I think it will be. I, I, like, I act like I'm hating on Ubisoft. I actually like a lot of their franchise. Like, I like a lot of their stuff. South Park? Same. Uh, South Park. South oh, South yeah. South South I love Splinter Cell. I liked even Ghost Recon back in the day. Like, I like a lot of Wildlands. Uh, Interested. Rainbow Six. I love that franchise. I haven't played the new one. Uh, Siege is great. I, I, oh, I great. love yeah. Siege. I know it didn't launch well, but apparently it got way better. I mean, I it, played it at launch. Like, it's great. It's, that, it's got a... Uh, I don't play got, multiplayer games. It's got much. a lot of support. I like, like, Terrorist Hunts when I played. That's what I like. You I can mean, still do it. Still really? do it. It's still there. That's pretty um, But like, Siege... the same way? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, you, you uh, it, it's instead of two people, it's four people. You go into a building. We just kill people. There's there's multiple kind of Terrorist Hunts. So you can go to... You can raid the building or you can defend inside of the building. And they come and attack you. And there's like waves of them. It's, Quickly, it's weird. speaking of Ghost Recon, the open beta starts today. Yeah, I'm yeah. Probably, I plan oh. playing that later. Oh, I'm gonna load it just to try. Okay, to try I'm playing that tonight. It seemed pretty cool. Gonna give it a try. Um, we're getting kind of long the tooth here, uh, yeah. so yeah, I feel like we. I thought this would be more contentious, but we all kind of agree because yeah. I totally agree with you, and most of y'all agree with me. Uh, what did you want to cover here? I, stealth. I no. Well, I mean, not not hugely. Uh, the again, I'm not a super negative person today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> today, so, like the only That's the only thing I can really think of that I am like super annoyed by in video games is when there's too much to do. Like, I tried playing um, Dragon Age Inquisition probably, like, a year and a half ago, and I started it, and I was like, oh. That's kind of a... What like, direction do I go in? It's not an open-world game, but it's got, what, like, seven maps, and they're all huge, and they all have just a bunch of crap, like, crafting. Like, what direction do you go in? You like, there's start? too much stuff to do. Like, I stopped playing Final Fantasy XV because I wanted to do all the side quests I was getting. No. And... You beat the game I'm sorry. Level, you can beat the game at, like, level 30, 35. I got to the point where I was like, man... There's a lot of side quests right now, and I don't feel like waiting in this car to get to the next one. I think what's what's really interesting with that is, um, once again, I'm doing it constantly. Witcher Three is a game that has too much stuff. There's a thousand question marks on every map, and I had to eventually tell myself, just I can't. I Something. Keep playing it. What, what I liked in and Witcher I Three. Get people going. What I really liked in Witcher Three was what's the first place like White Tulip or White something. Orchard. White Orchard. <laughs> White Close tulip. enough. Yeah. Uh, I liked going to all the individual spots on the map and like seeing everything yeah. and like clearing off that map I like doing that and then you got to the other one I was like oh that's too big <laughs> but the, the <laughs> first the first small and contained one was great and I, I, I think that map size is ideal for me if you want to give me five or six maps that are contained um, I think The Witcher did such a good job of making those big worlds have so many different ways they look inside yeah. like it's mm-hmm. not just one big desert like it is in uh, Metal Gear uh, but I agree with you it's a little overwhelming so I had to pull myself and say hey finish the quest and go back and do this stuff yeah and, um, and like, some people can't, can't get over that and that's, that's fine that's just a problem so, I have myself with with mainly RPGs in general like there's just sometimes there's just too much to do and I don't know what direction to go in it's kind of like with like a skill tree there's too many options I don't know which one to pick I had a hard time even with Persona because I didn't know I needed to keep leveling game like, is hard to understand it's hard <laughs> like I, I thought I was okay to go on but like oh you haven't practiced you to, nearly enough I got the level, it's just I don't know I got the Yukiko's mission where you fight the bird it gets real tough it's real hard and you're supposed to be grinding I don't want to grind so yeah, I, I agree with you. Too much stuff is um, too many options. Can these be a are bad all thing. very related to each other. Have you noticed that mm-hmm. they're all RPG Arc- things. They're yeah. all RPG things are all kind of open world things, and they're yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Dang them. RPGs! Wow. Okay, this is the RPG suck. So, something I do want to bring up. Uh, I read an article the other day about how uh, JRPGs JRPGs are dying. Would anybody say that Dark Souls is a JRPG? I would not. Okay. No. Mm, would you say that Kingdom Hearts is a JRPG? I yes, would. you would. Okay. No. Yeah. Yes. JRPG? Yes. No. Yes. No. Do, would, do you define JRPG by turn-based combat, Steven? Uh, no. Would you count Pokemon as a JRPG? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. That, that, that's, 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 a the, real, that's the best question. That's a really good question. Bit. Because I read this, I don't art- have an answer to I read that right, this article right after Pokemon Sun came out, and it was said, like, no JRPGs 
have come out in America in like a, a while, like no good ones. And it was it was two weeks after Pokemon came out. And I thought it was really interesting. I was like, you know, Pokemon is like the definition. Well, that actually, uh, are you done with your part? Because that leads into yeah. my first yeah. complaint. I was just, We're I, just very fluid right now. I just, when it comes I just to thought about that, and I just thought about it because yeah. JRPGs. I just anyway continue. Yeah. Okay. Well, my topic is nothing to do with the actual games itself, aside from the gaming complaints. The gamers complaining about small, minuscule things that don't matter. You're roasting us right now. No, no, not at all. Actually, like I'm sitting here, I was, wait, I, was, I was sitting here like waiting for something to disagree with, mm-hmm. and nothing was popping up. Like I can say I like the crafting systems, I like the loot systems, and I probably like it a little bit more than you guys do. But I understand what you guys are saying, and I still agree with that at the same because I can agree with both. Like yeah, it's kind of overdone. I'm making tired of it, but, but at the same like time, it. you like yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's which is really fine. weird. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like feel that way. Some almost half the stuff I was talking it's about. It's kind of like that's pretty cool. How Brian does not like Super Smash Brothers, but he knows he's wrong. It's kind of like that. Like <laughs> no, that's he's a, being legit. That's yeah, a actual statement. That. Like I, I, it's a great game. I just don't get it. That's like me and Overwatch. Right. I know it's a good game, but I, you yeah. should, you should do that. Version. You should add Undertale to that list as well. Yeah. Undertale's definitely on there. Yeah, I have a... Anyways, we'll, we'll go through that one day of games I just make fun of, and I know we're good. That's a good... Yeah, I like that time. That'll be fun. Yeah! Uh, so, yeah, what you got? In okay. Of, uh, so, let me bring up my little list, because I got into a little Little thing. complaints. Okay. So, I peruse a lot of forums, a lot of Facebook posts, a lot of comments on that's your That's your That's first your own problem. fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big fan of the word peruse. No, it... Big fan of the word peruse. One of my favorite words. I'm not even joking. I love that word. <laughs> Mine's alleviate. I mm. like that word. Excellent word. Alleviation? Oh, it just rolls off the tongue so well. Um, it makes me... Okay. <laughs> Aside from me being my first problem, it makes me like games better because I go into defense mode. People are Same. attacking... Same. That's fine. Stupid... Or they're stupidly attacking great games that haven't even come out yet based on small things they've seen or... Just one thing they loved about a previous game in a franchise, they just, if the new game doesn't have that in there or is tweaked slightly, it's not as good. Man, Automatically bad. My, Zero out of 10. my favorite thing about Devil May Cry was Dante's hair. It's yeah. the best part of the character. The it made him the character. Yeah. I mean, people literally didn't play the game because he thought it was emo. I, I look back at... Oh, I'm uh, sorry. He wasn't before? <laughs> he cried and won. <laughs> the title is Cry in the title. That's He wasn't emo before. That's half-dashboard confessional songs right there. I remember uh, looking back at uh, 1, 2, and 3, and I was like, you, you know what the best part about these games was? The white hair. The, white <laughs> the whole hair. reason I played. I don't know about you guys. And nope. the disgrace that DMC... <laughs> laid on that game in the beginning when he got that white wig. Oh, yeah. So... Not a million years. <laughs> so, th- this is not Devil May Cry. And then they yeah. ended up doing it anyway. And so, they miss out on a great game because of hair color. That's so silly. My goodness. <laughs> and, and people say, like, his dialogue's yeah. really, really bad in DMC. The dialogue was always bad! It and was always that, you know. <laughs> if you were my dog, I'd win first place in the dog show. Eh? Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go play Vet Fido. <laughs> Come on. The dialogue Check DMC by. is light years beyond every Devil May Cry before that. Like, I think, just, um, I think they're all atrocious. It's, it's, DMC is a well-written game. It's, pretty, it's, it's to cool. the point where any, anytime someone has like a zinger line, Harry like always does it in a Dante fashion. <laughs> like uh, in, in Resident great. Evil 7, when he picks up the gun, he's like, okay. He's like, let, he was like let's <laughs> rock, <laughs> baby. That's like an older one. The biggest one I've seen so far is Final Fantasy 7. Especially when it comes to remake. People don't want to play the game because they heard it wasn't turn-based. 
But he has they an ATB gauge. Hey, I mean, don't know if you saw the concept art, but there's an ATB gauge. Yes, that's there interesting. is, and that's fine. It could be just like a you know a stamina bar or something yeah. like that. But yeah. I'm I'm super into that being a stamina bar. I want to make a very harsh, bold statement right here. Turn base is dead. It needs to die, and it needs to go away completely. Traditional turn base, traditional is yes. gone. Um, Paper Mario needs to come back. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I think Persona does it really well. I think Pokemon also does it very well. Still, um, yeah. But I think most traditional turn-based stuff is really hard to get into uh, nowadays. Yeah, totally like Dragon Quest? Like, why are they re-releasing the old the Dragon Quest? The biggest problem is just how long it takes. Like, it's it's very long. If you have to grind it all, get me through this. If you do yeah. what Final Fantasy VII and with the what the DS versions of the Dragon Quest games do uh, with the, the speed-up mode, yeah. that's perfect. That, that's, I, put yeah. that in it. One of the reasons like, the only JRPGs I've really beaten are Suikoden and Persona because Suikoden, 1 and 2, are just turn-based battles, but they're never more than 10 to 15 seconds when you're grinding. Fire, Fire Emblem the same way now. You can very either fast. turn off you know, the b- yeah. battle viewer entirely or you can hold A and it speeds yeah. it up. But if you can somehow take your, your same game and give me an active battle system to spawn, I will always prefer it. Yeah. I will always prefer I it. I will too. I like and them, yeah. Like what? 7 is my favorite game of all time and I'm still going to hate on the turn-based combat because it, it doesn't portray well right now with the way games are going. Uh, it doesn't... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I can't get words it, it, to it. So it's why? What was the point of wait mode in Final Fantasy 15? It's, okay. you're, it's going it's backwards. Totally you're going yeah, backwards. Nobody, I don't. I know not one person that used it. The, like, I didn't the, see no. anybody online. The point of Final Fantasy 15 is to show that a, a game that was in that style can advance into like a, a new age, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, they can and tweak it. They can make it better. Putting wait mode in it is yeah. literally a step backwards. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. So it, abandon it. It so. takes away. So games are no longer like grind and get better. They shouldn't be. They should be demonstrating your ability to play the game yeah, the better you get at it and I understand for a series like Final Fantasy where it mm. is such a wide appeal where you don't want it to be too difficult mechanically because you want um, your casual fans and I, that's fine I think that's good um, but I think the way out of that is to just ha- have a mode where it's just considerably easier and you can kind of just go on autopilot that's like fine how, like how Mass Effect had the, uh, the story the, the, the cinematic mode or whatever. whatever cinematic modes cinematic mode, yeah. uh, combat modes story yeah, has given me story mm-hmm. just yeah that's that's the way you do that if you want to just enjoy the characters experience the story let it be a, let it be a situation where you just hold A and your character just does whatever you can kind of already do that in Final Fantasy XV yeah. um, the easy fights Mm-hmm. Just make that, yeah, you can take that mechanic and make There's no need to go to, to turn base to, to give people a chance. Right, and you don't need to use the same exact system you used, you know, 20 years ago. As a matter of fact, if you do, you're the, where, where do you, what? Yeah. <laughs> where do you, if you learn I nothing? I mean, you've got the same people who are clamoring, and I've looked at things, like looked at Twitter feeds and stuff like that, where people are, like, five years ago, say, oh man, I can't wait for Final Fantasy VII, I wanted to have a remake, I can't wait for it, and then they literally... Now say, oh, I don't want to remake. It's terrible. They shouldn't do that. What? It's you're gonna make ruining me, the you're, image. You're gonna make me play a game, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, if you want the same game, just go play the other yeah. one. Yeah, I do the draw exact- some pictures and fan art and put it on DeviantArt or something. <laughs> I do the exact yes. same thing you do. Like before Resident Evil Seven came out, I was constantly like going to GameFAQs and Reddit threads Ooh, to see to see why people hated it. Funny, uh, funny story about that. I found one of his comments. Uh, he was defending Injustice 2. Oh, really? <laughs> on Reddit. I found oh, it, was it, nice. <laughs> in, in, in a crowd. I saw 
Harry sign. Just out of like, curiosity, was like, what no. were you defending about it? Uh, you people always were, find people. I know, right? right? It's I, so good. It was because people were saying that the game is bad because it offers a like the complete edition you could pre-order to have all the DLC characters, and they were like, why would you do that? Just give me a full game. And I was like, you don't understand what it takes to make a full game. They're giving you a full game with all of the characters that are yeah. intended to be in it, and then they're going to develop these characters after the game has come out. Would you rather get it's, the game it's now? Not on, it's not on disc DLC. Would you rather get the game now? And be able to play with the characters that they intended to be in it, and then have all the characters that they can continually take fan feedback from and create while you're playing the game already. I, I, I don't know where I'm going, but well, but where you're no. going is the same thing where Stephen was saying that this is really not a people have complaints. It's just gamers are bad. <laughs> Most gamers are just entitled dumb little children. babies. Why well, did say dumb and stupid complaints? Stupid complaints. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, the, the games cost a lot of money to make nowadays. A lot. Because HD is explicitly harder to, to make for, because like uh, not only is it take more processing power, but HD assets like drawing them and designing them is it takes a lot of time. So you have to make more. And games have not gone up in price in a long time. They've quadrupled in development costs. Price ain't going up. They haven't gone up since uh, two generations ago. Yeah, and but and now they're actually cheaper because of the value of the dollars going up. I'm yes. Thinking. So technically, they're cheaper than they've ever been. Um, I'm most positive. That's true. Oh, absolutely. They sink millions. <laughs> Into this, and like, I would have easily paid $85, 90 dollars for The Witcher Three. I got a yep. hundred and sixty hours of the game's perfect. Love it. Um, I remember uh, that that Reddit thread was actually more. Uh, it was uh, the guy was yelling. He was like, you know, Baraka and Rain were in the story, but you had to pay to play as them. No, you didn't. You couldn't play as them. Nope. Yeah, and, and they were. And they, <laughs> and they were just all the same moves from from uh, the previous, nine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, that's that's such all it a stupid, was. They yeah, didn't. They didn't have variations. They just they added the DLC pack with all the story characters that were already in the game. No, they didn't. Tanya is the only one. I don't no, uh, Boracho, and he wasn't even in the yeah. game. <laughs> even if they're on the disc and they're already there, nobody can tell me Mortal Kombat X or Injustice wasn't a completely like the most complete fighting game out in terms of content. Exactly. The, the, the best story. The, the only story game I think you can legitimately say did it wrong. Yep. I think it's Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Oh, oh, that too. Oh, yeah. Street Fighter Cross Tekken is the biggest offender because it had like 12 extra characters that were in the game that were already there they just didn't have like their loading screen stuff saved yeah. yet like you did like when you started the match playing as Blanca it just showed like a question mark and then the game would start and you'd be Blanca that's weird it was on the disc I, I don't even mind that if the game is complete enough without it uh, I think it's kind of it wasn't it's kind of tacky the game was rough like Street Fighter 5 is the worst though yeah to, to have to get a season pass to get those characters it should have been in the game for sure so I think I would rather them have a season pass than release Super Street Fighter Five. Exactly. Totally agree. Um, so I'm totally fine. Agree. Like I hate that Blaze. Like Blaze Blue is a really impressive series to come out with. I won't get into um, it. There's six different games. The first game only had like <laughs> ten characters. You're right. And then they just released You're another right. full priced game like a year later with like four more characters. It's the same game. Yep. You can't do that. Uh, totally just agree. let me download them. Yeah. Any other ones? Uh, Resident Evil. Another thing. Of course, you know, I'm not going to talk about it too much because we've already discussed it. Yeah, a, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, people were probably wondering, is this just like the freaking Resident I've, Evil cast? I've read legitimate comments saying that Resident Evil 1 and 2, and I don't know why I didn't mention 3. I'm just going to say whatever. 1 and 3 is the worst one. Uh, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of people don't like They three. say it plays better than 7. Does not what make legitimate sense. comments like non trolling. That's just because you can kind of like guess what people are trolling. Mm-hmm. You kind of like doubt yourself. They're not that, talking about the not. remake or anything. No, it just no. They're talking about the original vanilla one yes. and two. And people were like on the Resident Evil Seven like Facebook post every time they post. Oh, new band footage is out. Whatever. Yeah. People are like, I, I don't like this game because it didn't have enough zombies. I don't. 
follow that stuff. And it's some fedora tipping, you know, thank, mofo. Thank God I don't listen to those. I don't go to Reddit. No, it makes me like the game better. I do go. <laughs> it enhances my experience. I do legitimately go like once I if I enjoy a game and I, I want to see like what other people's opinions are yeah. on it. I'll, I'll legitimately look for. I like purposely look for um, people's complaints about it to mm-hmm. see like their side. Yeah. Um, I don't because I know it's going to piss me off. <laughs> well, I like I love. Like, I'm a huge. I like having a discussion. Tell, I love criticism. I like I love even my favorite games. I love to see what. What went wrong? What went right? Um, but most of the time, it's irrational. It's, it's not criticism. It's just being a baby. I like I like discussion things. a lot. Me so too. like yeah, like I really think Assassin's Creed Unity was a very good Assassin's Creed game, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were saying like it's the worst one. Like, have you played one or two recently? Yeah, and yeah. I, I actually saw a thread on Reddit talking about why they said like why do people not like Assassin's Creed Unity? And he laid out a ton of bullet points that were like, okay, good, like yeah, fair, exactly. Fair. That's awesome. I totally agree. Yeah. And it's it's both sides too, you know, people who defend stuff irrationally. Yeah. You know, the, it, like it's usually not usually, but often it's tied to nostalgia for a series. Almost always. You're yeah. trying to go back to something you can't can, get because they, the first people time you, be, you got it. People be babies. <laughs> people be babies about that too. <laughs> people be babies. <laughs> and I, I get it. You know, a lot of people think Super Mario sixty four doesn't control well anymore. I think it controls perfectly. But like yeah, I get it. I, I never really got that criticism. And at the same time, I like can... I don't think Final Fantasy VII is enticing, but some people think it's amazing. The so it's just how it sentiment is. sentiment is extremely strong. It's just how it is. It is. Yeah. But I will always say that the turn-based combat is one of the weakest combat systems in all of games. It reminds in me. In my this opinion, is, it reminds me. This is kind of not a different topic, but it reminds me of Z targeting. <laughs> I, no, I like Z targeting. Z targeting works really well in uh, Zelda for yeah. 64, right? But that was because we didn't have a second analog stick at the time. And now every game that makes you lock on and doesn't control well outside of that, I feel like I could use some more uh, Neo. <laughs> so maybe think of that. <laughs> uh, because Ninja Gaiden was a game where you had multiple enemies, and I don't think you had lock on in that you game. Didn't. Yeah, you didn't. In the first uh, one, no, but it was like a soft lock on. Yeah, but that you were able to just literally kind of go wherever you needed to go, and the game was balanced around it. Uh, Z, Z targeting was a crutch for not having a second analog stick. Now we have one. I like how I, I'm assuming Neo does it the way Dark Souls does Same targeting, yep. uh, and I, I'm okay yeah. with the way it does it because it's kind of hard to I don't know. Eh, Press a button, complain. And you can strike it's, around. It's, it's hard to get your your everything's locked to a specific animation, so it's kind of hard yeah, but to Neo's like. Neo's not the same way. It's a lot yeah. faster, okay. so you can actually run around in Neo without logging. That's how I played most of it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I got through. It's kind of going going randomly. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was it's a situation where. The nostalgia for that and the the good feelings people have about Z-Targeting, because when it first came out, it was like, that's all we talked about. Now it's kind of locked to too many games. Dark Souls has to have it, doesn't work without it, but certain other games can't. Because I think almost every game that's an action game has a lock on now. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. every game. Did Devil May Cry have it? Um, oh, God. Did, did Castlevania have it? Lords of Shadow? I don't think so. It didn't. I don't no, remember. It didn't. Um, I don't remember. Games all I remember like that do, doing is the pop-up move. Yeah, that, God so. of War and Castlevania didn't have it. A lot of games in those styles have it. Force Unleashed 2 has it. Has it. No, I don't, don't need it. Don't need it. Yeah. I don't think uh, God of War or Castlevania had it just because you used a whip or you know, a yeah. big yeah. A lot of it's weapon. Crowd so. control. These games have crowds. Anyway, um, so is that all we got? I think that's all we got. Yeah, that's, that's the Excellent. only things I could really think uh, of. I'm sure we could do an- another one of these another day. Yeah, we, we, never re- we never really got into like, uh, accommodation packs and multiplayer games and stuff like that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk about stuff like later. Yeah, that, that, that's, that could be a different yeah. one. Well, we, Mass Effect comes out soon. So that'd be a good yeah. time. Yep, about yep. <laughs> so we'll talk about that when Mass Effect comes out. So uh, just so you guys know, like, we'll probably be talking about Horizon Zero Dawn next week. 
Because it'll be out by then, right? Uh, well, yeah, it'll be out. We'll have, uh, like, first impressions. Excellent. So yeah. uh, at least me and Stephen will, for sure. I'll nab so it So if you're into me. that, grab it, uh, give it give it a look, so you'll kind of know what we're talking about. That's awesome. Uh, this has been Whitbusters Episode 5. Yay! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Bye! I can't think of anything to say. <laughs> wait, wait.